Hi, I'm Dr. Brad Wolf. I'm here to help you with one-minute exercises for sciatica pain relief. So what is the sciatic nerve? The sciatic nerve are branches of nerves that come off of the lower back. Your brain sits up here. We've got nerves that come all the way down the center. They come down to here and they go down the arms. And then they come all the way down here and they go down the legs. Sciatic nerve is the longest nerve in the body. When you have pressure on the sciatic nerve, okay, you could have pain, numbness, tingling, weakness, burning, all sorts of different symptoms can cause if there's pressure on that nerve. And there's a relationship between the bones, the nerves, and the discs. So if we look at this model right here, we see the discs at the top, the bones, and then the nerves come out the side. So the sciatic nerve are branches off of several segments. There's four or five segments that that nerve branches off and it goes down the leg. And so it's not just one particular location. It actually comes off of several segments in the lower back. And so when we're looking at the cause of sciatic pain, it's one of the primary causes of sciatic problems is pressure on the nerve that's coming that's being affected by that disc. And so what I'm going to be showing you today are some different principles about different exercises and things that you need to do in order to get the sciatic pain relief with one-minute exercises. So there's a principle in taking care of the body which I call flexibility and stability. What that means is when you have something that's flexible, like this rubber band, it stretches. It doesn't have any form to it, any, any, any um, uh, strength or support to it. And so the more flexible you are, the less stable you are. Now on the opposite end of the spectrum, you, I'm standing on the floor and the floor is made out of concrete, right? Concrete is hard. I'm not going to move the concrete. So the human body is designed to be in the middle. It's designed to be both flexible and also stable. So how do you accomplish that? Well, some of this is in relationship to the individual. And so if you're somebody who has a tendency to be too flexible, it's actually going to decrease the amount of flexibility in your body. So when you're looking at exercises that you need to do to provide relief for sciatic pain, there's three different types of exercises that we're going to look at. The first one are strength exercises. The second one are flexibility exercises. And the third is movement and positioning. So when somebody asks me, what type of exercise do I need to do to relieve my sciatic nerve pain? It depends. And the more you know yourself, the more you're going to be able to help yourself. And so as you're doing and you're trying and you're testing different things to see what you're responding best to, this principle rings true. And over the course of time, we've helped more than 1,000 people stay out of spinal surgery. And you have to look at yourself as an individual, because what somebody else does and what you do may be different. And so I'm going to show you three different examples of this, strength, flexibility, and movement. And so keep these principles in mind so that you can get this relief that you're looking for. So when you're doing strength exercises, okay, so plank, many of you know what the plank is. And we want to do plank on the elbows. Again, what we're trying to do is help to support both the lower part of the body and the upper part of the body. 
as we've spoken about in different videos, your lower back is like a hinge. When we bend forward at the waist, okay, we've got this connection between the lower body and the upper body. And plank is an excellent exercise to be able to strengthen the body. And, and this is what I want you to do. So when you're on your forearms, you're going to keep your back flat. Your head is looking down. And we're going to hold this for a full minute. Now, for those of you that don't have the strength to keep your body in this position, if necessary, or if it's too much pressure on your lower back, what we're going to do is come down onto the knees and still keeping the back flat. But ideally, I want you to work up so that you're actually going to keep your legs straight and you can help to stabilize your back that way. The second thing that I'm going to show you is about doing, doing a squat. Now, if you have pain in your back, oftentimes it's hard to do this. If we're doing a standard squat and we're going down and going up, you may need a little bit more support than that. And so one way that we do this is by actually physically leaning against the surface and going down and pressing up on the wall. Okay? So different types of stre uh, strengthening exercises. I would recommend that you go on YouTube search for core and leg strengthening exercises and that will give you some ideas of things that you need to do. The second thing we talked about is flexibility. And so we, in, in a previous video we talked about how the lower back is like a hinge. If I bend forward like this we have the hamstrings, the hips, lower back, and the abdominals and the hip flexors. And so, when we're looking at stretching, we're going to stretch two primary muscles here. We're going to stretch the back of the legs, and we're going to stretch the hips. Now, you need to know whether or not, we've talked about flexibility and stability. If you have a lot of flexibility in your hamstrings, you don't want to stretch them. You actually want to strengthen them. And so, when we're looking at these exercises, this is how this works. When I stretch my hamstring, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my foot up on a surface. Now, it could be a chair, it could be a step, it could be some other, some other elevated surface. You don't want to go higher than you can go. You want to be able to keep your hips straight. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring my toes up towards the top of my head. Now, my, my hamstrings tend to run tight. And so I tend to stretch my hamstrings, and it helps, keeps the tension out of my lower back. And whatever you do on one side, you want to do on the other side as well. Don't just do it on one side. The second flexibility exercise is about stretching your hip rotators, especially for those that are sitting in front of a computer for long periods of time. This is how we're going to do this. I'm going to go ahead and put my feet flat on the floor, sit up nice and tall, I'm going to put one foot on the opposite knee, sit up nice and tall, and as I bend forward a little bit at the waist, I'm going to feel a stretch around the hips here. Now, for some of you, your knee is way up here. And what we want to do is we want to work on getting that knee down to help to take the pressure down off the lower back. And as I said in the other stretch exercise, whatever you do on one side, you want to do on the other side as well. The third type of exercise we want to do is more around movement and positioning. And so 
An example of this is doing what I call a seated cat stretch. Seated cat stretch, if I turn to the side here, especially if we're working on the computer a lot, tendency is sometimes we get tired and then we're leaning forward. So all this pressure on the lower back can lead to sciatic problems. And so we want to keep the lower spine moving as much as we can. And this is how we do this. I'm going to open my body nice and wide and then round. Open the body nice and wide and round. And as I go up, I'm going to breathe in and breathe out. The second movement and positioning type of exercise is about keeping the back flat. We spoke in a previous video about the arc in the lower back, the curve in the lower back. And so we have this spinal architecture. And if we're not careful and we start rounding our body the other direction, it's going to put all sorts of pressure on the lower back, which can then aggravate the sciatic nerve. And so when I say flat back, what that means is right here as opposed to here, which doesn't look natural, or the opposite, which is here. So we call this neutral pelvis. And in Pilates, they talk about neutral pelvis. And what that means is we're keeping the pelvis nice and level. So these three types of exercises, you need to be aware of your level of flexibility and stability. You need to pay attention to the architecture of your spine. And as you're doing these exercises, listen to your body because everybody's a little bit different. And anytime I have somebody do a new type of exercise or new movement, one of three things is going to happen. It's going to feel the same, it's going to feel better, or it's going to feel worse. Those are your only options. So when you're doing these, when you're doing these stretches or exercises, I would recommend that you try to hold for a full minute. You can do it, you can potentially do it longer if it's really, really needed. But generally, it depends upon the body part. So especially big uh, body parts, if you're working the hamstrings or the hip rotators, you really want to do it for a full minute at least, because it really takes time for those muscles to begin to relax. When you're doing your strength exercises, it's not like more is better, but certainly if we use a minute as, as a guideline, if I do a minute of planks, a minute of squats, a minute of lunges, a minute of wall sits, a minute, you can do a lot in a minute. And so use that as, as a gauge for how you're doing. And so help, hopefully this will help you, and it will help you to be able to, to feel better as quickly as possible. So do some of these exercises. Start to learn your own body. The next video we're going to be talking about are the three things that you can do to relieve numbness and tingling in your legs. Thank you for watching.